This is Drop Tent Media Network. Late Bloomers. With comedians Karen Schwartz and Sandra Doss. Hello, Karen. Hi, Sandra. So we are two middle-aged women with... Uh, <laughs> I love how you're just starting it off with, we're both middle-aged. We are old. No. Yeah. Wait, we, get it? Stay, stay tuned in. Stay excited. There's yeah. more. There's more. Yeah. We we have our lives, our yeah. families, et cetera, but we love comedy and we decided we would do it. Uh, so we encourage you to follow your passion. So whatever it is that you want to do, just do it. Just bloom whenever, whenever you have the chance, bloom. Even if you think it's late, it's not late. As long as it's legal, legal stuff. We're encouraging yes, you to yes. pursue legal, legal things. Everything within the boundaries of the law. So yes, we've Sandra and I. Uh, so Sandra, let's. We should. I think we should tell everybody like what we what we've been doing before this. Yes. Right. Yes. So, um, uh, what you go first? So tell everybody okay. what. Well, yeah, in a previous life, I, uh, I, well, I'm still a lawyer, a wife, a mom, um, and I've always liked stand-up comedy, always intrigued about it. Um, I've been a big fan of comedians. I read about comedy. I watch it, you name it. And uh, I wanted to do it, but somehow I didn't find the time or I kept making excuses, et cetera. And then finally I did it and mm. I loved it. And I thought, I want to do this. What about you, Karen? Um, similar, similar backstory. I, uh, I'm, I'm a teacher. I'm an elementary school art teacher and this is my 25th year teaching. Um, I'm a mom. And I've, you know, I've got two adult aged daughters who are awesome. They're 22 and 18 and they've just headed off into the, out into the world to, to chase their dreams. And, uh, I got to a place in life where I just thought, okay, like, you know, okay, they're off doing their thing. I've been doing a lot of the same thing, but what's really next for me? Like, what do I, what do I really want to do? And, um, doing something for you, something for, yeah. Which yes. is so like, I always, I never even thought about it. You know, I, yeah. I, I know, I know women who uh, have hobbies, you know, and people would ask me what my hobbies were. And I'd be like, oh, I really like doing laundry and driving my kids <laughs> to dance class. Somebody and, you know, likes doing and laundry. And the when they have the science fair, you know, we really get excited. Yeah. So like, I never really thought about anything that would be like for me. Um. And uh, I don't know. It was weird. I even tried a couple of things. I took a glass blowing class that turned out <laughs> that epic. That sounds really hilarious. Yeah. Well, no, I think I told you that story. That turned out that that kind of backfired. Uh, pardon the pun. That just wasn't a great thing. But I tried a couple of different <laughs> things. And then I just thought, you know, I saw that there was a local comedy night uh, happening near us at, uh, at uh, Tuned Up Brewery. Where where you and I first met? That's right, about a year there. ago or so. Yeah, um, yeah. I had been doing comedy yeah. for a while before that, uh, but I started uh, during the pandemic um, on Zoom, and of course that was not ideal, but that's what we had, and it was fun. I liked it. I met a lot of people um, virtually, and mm. then later on in person. So when the world opened up. You know, it was time to actually go out and really take the training wheels off and go and do it. 
Um, and, and and it was fun. I like it. Uh, we're both empty nesters. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so that also gives us a little bit more freedom now. Um, but we started before, before mm-hmm. we became empty nesters. Yeah. And uh, it's fun. It's fun. It, it it there is no age limit for doing stand up comedy, and um, it's interesting to hear everybody's perspective on something. Um, yeah, we met at that a year ago at yeah. that open mic. So that's interesting. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, and prior to just, it's funny that in the time since I've known you, because I feel like I've always known you. We we talk all the time. Um, I didn't realize you had previously done the um the zoom comedy yes so yeah. it's it's funny um i still do and i know I, yeah, yeah i yeah. recommend it if you cannot get to an open mic for whatever reason and you want to try out mm-hmm. something um zoom is better than nothing well yeah. it's so it's funny because when i taught over zoom during uh-huh. the pandemic What's interesting about that is, and it's the same kind of thing I did do about two or three Zoom comedy shows, like more recently. Um, But what cracks me up is, you know, you'll, you'll deliver your material. And, you know, you're kind of like awkwardly, your eyes are scanning around to see, okay, is anyone's little rectangle lighting up yellow? Or will somebody type something in the chat? Like, LOL, that was funny. And then you wonder, well, wait, how long ago? Like, when was I funny? How long ago is that? Because you can't really hear anyone laugh in response. You know, so I feel like that was the, <laughs> you can just keep telling jokes and you're like, is that funny? Tell your students, turn your microphone on and oh, laugh. Well, when I was teaching, <laughs> well, when I was teaching, so many of the kids, because they weren't required to have their camera on or, um, or have their microphone on. So you would just see the black screen with their name floating in the middle. And I would be, you know, trying to call out their names every once in a while. And if they flashed their camera on for a second, they were, you know, wearing their pajamas or a Halloween costume. Right. And they were in bed. And they had, they had like, you know, all their toys were out. It was just so funny. Like, <laughs> and I, so I got used to, still like talking with no audience technically like I got used to it during the pandemic yeah but you know what so I just I knew I needed to spice up what I was doing online um with my lesson content and um partly well and also close that same time um my companion who uh, he was living with me and my daughters uh, he decided it wasn't for him anymore. He had an opportunity to move to Louisiana where nothing was in shot, shut down and he could just go have fun. Uh-huh. So he left, you know, he, he left and he went there. And, um, so I was going through that whole, like that whole, like, Oh my gosh, you know, what do from, I do now? Oh yeah. What do I do now? Um, yeah. and it gave me, it opened up a lot of free time, Right, and I think people could tell I was kind of starting to lose it because I made I made all of my <laughs> I made all my my lesson videos. I was wearing wigs, and I, uh, you know, I I had puppets and stuff for the class. You know, t- right. like with my I was under the kitchen table using puppets and stuff on Zoom, um, teaching my lessons just to kind of keep my kids entertained. Right. Keep them engaged. So it was yeah. before I yeah. knew I really wanted to be a comedian, but I was trying really hard to keep my kids' attention and make them laugh. Right. And it was funny. Usually I got a better laugh out of their parents who were, you know, off camera, but in the room. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that's kind of yeah, funny. That was your first audience. Then. That was a yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, doing comedy yeah. is kind of a strange animal because um, there were times when people like hijacked the show, like they were. Um, I don't know how to call them, but these people that were, I guess, hackers would okay like come oh, into I've... the you know the show, and sometimes they would put like X-rated stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like you would be, well, you know, you would yeah. be doing your set and then yeah. wait a minute. But you could tell that it was like a movie that or or they would yell all kinds of insults and stuff and the show mm -hmm. would have to stop and they would have to kick that person out. Or sometimes the audience or other comedians mm -hmm. uh, would do things like smoke weed or start wow. like making popcorn like they would bring the camera with them wherever mm -hmm. they might be going to the restroom they brought the camera with them or they were doing popcorn <laughs> or doing laundry or you know all kinds of noisy yeah. things or things that were very distracting and disruptive so i've seen a lot of things yeah. on zoom yeah 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 and of course you know as you know comedians come from all walks of life oh and uh, they're very um <laughs> kind of a you know a different bunch yeah. so that was that was interesting that was you know there was so much learning oh my gosh it's so funny i never would have thought of doing any of those any of those things like on purpose yeah i i have i've had here students who have uh, auditory impairments who wear the the, the devices that right. mm -hmm. connect to a little sound system that I would wear around my neck. And whatever I say, any noises I make get projected directly to their ears, mm -hmm. even if I'm across the room. So sometimes I'll have a student come over after I'm done giving directions and they'll signal like, hey, turn that off. Like I already know what's going to like, I don't need to hear you talking to every individual person in the room because they already know the directions and they're fine. And they'll usually switch the system over to like a buddy of theirs they want to have a conversation with. Well, there were one time, this is the kind of thing that only happens to you once. A student left the room without getting back the system from me. And I still had it around my neck. And I went down the hall to use the ladies room and I did what I needed to. And I washed my hands and whatever. I come out and the kids waiting for me on the other side of the ladies bathroom door just like, and I, I was like, oh my gosh, I just ruined someone's childhood. Like it was the most, like that kid probably heard. <laughs> I, I don't want to know what they heard, but right. um, the kid, I opened the bathroom door and the kid's standing right there. And I thought, oh, oh, I am so sorry. Like, I am so sorry. Like, like taking it off. I just part, I just part of me died that day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. so I can't imagine anybody deliberately like yeah. doing yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, you know, but I, I'm glad because. I learned a lot and I met a lot of like established comedians yeah. because Zoom was the great equalizer, you know, actually yeah. everybody was on the same plane mm -hmm. and it didn't matter if they were selling out, you know, clubs or yeah. whatever, because everything was close and they needed to work on their material. Mm -hmm. So some of them were teaching workshops. Some of them were on the same bill as, yeah. as yeah, his newbies like myself well, at the you, time. You got to do you got to do a mic with um where, where Jim Gaffigan and Jerry Seinfeld showed up. That's right. That was just you know. I that, mean, that just happened that way. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah, that's and, amazing. And so this is kind of a crazy yeah. world. Now I I have plenty of shiny objects that I chase. You know, I have a lot of hobbies, and um and then and comedy was you know an interest mm -hmm. of mine. But then later on, it became more than a hobby. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, and I love it. I love it. It's my reinvention, my next chapter. Yeah, I love it. And years before, you know, there were some signs that this would be something. 
because every time I had like a a comedic moment, mm. you know, I would remember it yep. and share, it, you know, and oh, that was just, you know, if, if people laughed, if people had fun, I was so happy. That made yeah. me happier than many other things that were probably, you know, I don't know, money related oh, or how whatever. About it? Yeah, um, it's odd, but uh, yeah. true. Yeah, there were there were times like especially when, um, like, I feel like we would were having like a really stressful day at work that at my school that if I had something really funny like a joke I was working yeah. on this is before I even thought of going to a mic right. and I was just going after like uh, participants who hadn't volunteered to be there as mm -hmm. an audience if I walked into the faculty room and I saw someone put something in the microwave and like punch in for two minutes I I think oh I've got two minutes and I'd be like hey and I would start this like <laughs> and I'm thinking well you're stuck here you know like you and I and I would like my goal would be to make that person laugh before so you gave yourself two, before uh, two the minutes. ping before you're the like, basically I, I was I didn't know it was before I got used to work with the light I have um, two minutes um, I like, have two minutes of two minutes to get this person um yeah so it was the weirdest thing like uh just finding that first like going to that first mm -hmm. open mic and i had a notebook with some stuff in it um but it was written out more like stories and there was a lot of fat to trim and i didn't have right. like it was rough it was rough but like there was you know and but i went and um that I, and i think you phrased it really well earlier when you said something about because it's so true it's more important just to just to do it and not let worrying about it being perfect keep you from doing yeah, it. It's it's don't let the don't let perfect be the enemy of the good enough. Exactly. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves that yeah. we just have to do something. Well, I've heard of yeah. like progress yeah. over perfection exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's 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 true because like how you're never going to get there if you don't start. You got to start exactly. somewhere. Yeah. So you have to start to get better. Exactly. Yeah. If not, what are you improving on? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. Right. Like right. Nothing times right. nothing is nothing. Well, I remember the very first time I got on stage. I think it went well. Um, and I remember the uh, a good friend of mine was dating this man at the time, and he said, um, "I can do that." And I remember telling him, "Okay, do it." Mm -hmm. And he was like, uh. mm. and then, you know, as so the night went on after my set, we went yeah. somewhere and we had some drinks and he said, wait a minute, you have to write that stuff and you have mm -hmm. to come up with something. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> wait. And I'm like, of course you can do that. Yeah. If, if yeah. you're willing to do yeah. what it takes, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's and and there are many ways of doing it. Of course, some mm -hmm. people claim that they write on stage or whatever. And um, uh, we've both have definitely been at mics together, where the yeah. person who more than one person who goes up, you can tell, didn't really prepare anything formally. Yeah, some like, I guess some people can. Yeah, but very few, very few can really, really do it. Yeah, I mean, there's people who who I definitely can see or perfecting their craft course. i mean there's people who In are absolutely brilliant. like i mean I, there's people who have really impressed me yeah yeah and, some people know. have a natural talent for this yeah, yeah. but there's people we've who seen them tell. we've seen them we i mean you know and sometimes they're kids sometimes they're yeah. older people and you can tell you just hear them and you're like oh this person has has you know a natural yeah. talent for stand-up there's there's people who i see going out there after it like week after week that um you can tell they're actually working at it 
Right. You know right. what I mean? And like yeah. you see the notebook and you see them making changes and like moving words around and like they're the one act- actively listening to your set who says, right, right. hey, what if you, you know, and like yeah. you can work with each other. And then, yeah, you're going to have people who just go up because they really love it, but they don't really care if they get booked yeah. or whatever. And they're just having fun and they do their thing and they go home. So it's it's an interesting mix. Yeah. Well, the thing is that stand-up comedy means different things to different people. You know, I've, I've come to that conclusion after talking shop with people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and for some people... Um, they don't want the same out of stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Their goals are not the same, and that's fine. People oh, yeah. can have different goals. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I always try to listen to other sets because, you know, I like other perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I don't agree with certain things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always feel I always feel guilty for the audience member I am out of mic because. I am so fixated on my own stuff. But if it's before I go up, mm-hmm. if it's before I go up and if I'm too far like down in the list, I'm spinning through my material. I'm moving things around. I'm scratching things. I'm, you know, drawing arrows in the notebook and I'm, I'm playing around with my material. And I am so tunnel focused on that. And then I feel like I'm not really like a good audience member to the other people who are going up and performing. Um, and then after I'm done, I'm like, oh. I might even have like somebody that first five minute set that follows that I'm still kind of, yeah, you know, and kind you of re- really and then, and then that. I'm present. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, you know, there's definitely a delay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I really, uh, I really admire the people who can just go up there and nail it. And like the whole time they're, they're actively engaged with everything yeah. else going on. Yeah. Like that's a place I definitely would like to get to someday. Yeah. You, you will. know, well, I, yeah. I guess with practice comes all that. Yeah. And also it depends on how long they've been doing that set, I guess. Yeah. Cause if they really, you know, have it memorized and, yeah. you know, like the pledge of allegiance or whatever, you yeah. know, I can, yeah. Yeah. But you know, one thing that I do at every open mic is I go with a goal. Sometimes I go and I work on uh, one particular joke. Yeah. And sometimes I just want to run through a set for a show. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and and do crowd work. Mm-hmm. Although it's hard when you have a bunch of comics. It's <laughs> and usually mm-hmm. it's your audience is other comics. Yeah. Open mics usually yeah. not and not every time, but for the most part. Um, yeah. And it's uh yeah it's fun it's fun to have that and uh yeah i remember it was a tuned up that jay had some games also oh that was fun when he had jay the cards Yoder, against who also yeah. has a podcast here yes he does um, he's got seriously done yeah we we did some games um, that was fun yeah because i like that, that. that really kind of got you thinking about that was the good exercise yeah. when you pulled the cards against humanity cards yeah that's yeah, fun that was pretty yeah cool. If people are like, eh, whatever, that's a good way to get people, you know, mm. energized, I think. Yeah. yeah. He's been just a great mentor and teacher in general. Yeah. You know, Jay, I'm very grateful. He was the he was there at the very first open mic. That's right. That I ever did. And um, I'd heard of him. I'd heard his name, or, you know, because my kids went through the district where he teaches and I'd heard his name before, uh, but I didn't know him. And, um, so that day making that connection, that was, that was pretty awesome because he, he was that person that took me aside and, uh, gave me that feedback, kind of brought me into the fold, like introduced me around everybody. 
All the guys that we still see there he every week. He introduced us, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, I, I think, think he so. did. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm very grateful for that. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun to, uh, yeah. yeah, to uh, kind of grow together like mm. that and, and watch each other's comedy. Yeah. I like it. I like that nice sense of community. Yeah. Um, no, I've been very grateful for yeah. it. It's So you have other friends that are also pursuing certain passions yeah. that are not comedy. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are other, other ways in which they're blooming a little later? Oh, blooming later. <laughs> Gosh, that's such a good way for, um, it's, yeah, there, you know, it's, it's, yeah, when you, uh, I don't know, one of my friends, my, you know, Tracy, she's, she's taken up tennis. It's just, there's just different, yeah different things i think for me to go in like in an entertainment direction it's it's kind of funny because then your friends all want to come watch that's good when um which is great them. yeah i'm really grateful for it yeah. you know i mean i have i have friends who you know picked up other other pursuits where you wouldn't necessarily have an audience for it right you know what right. i mean Just so interest yeah. yeah so yeah I consider myself really lucky for that support because it does it definitely makes it a lot more fun uh, and it it's been great to choose something that i love where um i'm not sacrificing like the social connection with the people i would want to be spending that time yeah. with too which you know how your time is limited it's hard yeah it's true um and i knew especially from having a, a day job where my interaction with adults is it's what i have is great but it's very limited mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i get like little snapshots through the day where maybe of a little bit of funny adult interaction at work, just in tiny little right. moments. Because you're with kids. I'm, right? I'm with kids all day. Mm -hmm. So um, socially for, for like that balance, just something that kind of, kind of recharges me where I get to mm -hmm. actually hang out with adults. Um, yeah. I'm really, yeah, it's a fun, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Well, for me, I work from home, so. Um, I get to connect with people outside of the yeah. house. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. Yeah. You know, otherwise I'm like with my computer and all that. And my friends are very supportive as mm -hmm. well. The only thing is that some of them have younger kids still. And so they can't, you know, come to every show, yep. but they are supportive. Yeah. They're supportive. Um, and so is my husband. I'm, I'm very fortunate that he's very supportive. My friends sometimes don't understand this thing of, well, you went and did, you did a show the mm -hmm. other day. Are you going again? Yeah, you have to do it, do it, do it. Mm -hmm. It's an every night thing. And it's, every day, because I don't mind, don't, I don't mind stand yeah. up during the day. I know a lot of people find that it's odd, mm -hmm. but it's fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's fine. It's funny because yeah, yeah, and it's amazing. That's really cool how your husband supports that. I, uh, it's weird because I haven't, like, uh, you know, thinking back about like previous guys I've, I've dated. You know, they had their they had interests of their own. Like they, the one guy was in a band, and the other guy was a soccer player. And like, mm -hmm. you know, I would always go to all their events. You know, and then that just. Felt. You dated a soccer player? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't professional, right? but oh. he was just something he loved. Something okay, he loved, so and he did it just, often. Okay. Yeah, he did it. He played very often, and he loved it. And I would always go and, you know, cheer him on and stuff. But, like, it, it's funny because I never, not even then, not even then did I think, hey, what am I doing? Like, you know, what's my thing that somebody might show up and cheer for me for? Like, never even thought about it. Yeah. Um, 
But since, I don't know, since kind of entering into this chapter of my life Mm -hmm. where like, like you were saying, like literally any day of my life, you know, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do tonight? Like, I know tonight we're doing this. And then I got a text earlier from Jay. Hey, can you host a tune up? Yeah. You know, and then like, you know, like I was like every night I'm like, what am I going to do that's comedy related? Like, I don't want a night off. Like I'm having fun with it. Um, yeah, it's not like I look forward to not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes like with anything you, you kind of look forward to like that break or like not doing it. And it kind of cracks me up because I'm thinking like, oh, if I had a companion, like without, would, would this even be working? Like, you know, would I be able just to like go do whatever I want every day? Oh, of like you're able. I mean, because I just you want, have to. I mean, you know, you I have haven't known it yet. But do you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, I haven't. Well, true, very true. Yeah, yeah. Historically, I, I, mean, I haven't. I don't been want to tell you that. what to do. But no, but know. you wouldn't be the first one of my friends to say I historically like, no, haven't been good at establishing this healthy is, boundaries. These are my non-negotiables. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but for right, I'm really having a lot. I don't know. Fun. You know, here I'm talking. My dad said I would never get married. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Who would put up with you?" Um. Yeah. Well, hey, I found somebody. There you yeah. go. He's got his own interests. He yeah. really likes video games. And he, yeah, he works so a lot. Cool. And then he yeah. disconnects and he likes his video mm-hmm. games. And that's fine. I respect that. Yeah. He invites me to play, but I just can't. I don't like games that don't have a, a like a conclusion. Mm-hmm. You know, and these yeah. games are, they go on and on and on. And there's this character running and gathering resources. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what for? I mean, is this over at some point? You know, do we win this game tonight? No. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, no. It's just, you know, a lifetime doing this. It's like yeah. General Hospital. I never It's like General Hospital. Or like, but for video games. Or like when a guy when a guy is gearing up for his weekend, he's like, well, this weekend we're, we're going to war. And like, they're so intense about it. And like, you want to be like, oh, wow. Like, you want to be supportive. Like, you just want to be like, like, oh, I'm supposed to act like I care about this, that like his his squadrons going into video game war over the weekend. And like, you know, what war looks like when they're just on their phone, they're just kind of and then there's some yelling. But I'm like, oh, I gotta leave him alone. He's in a war. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. Kind yeah, of yeah, he, he likes yeah. that, and he's really yeah. in that world. Yeah, you know, so fine. You know, <laughs> I'm supportive. I'm like, do you do you need what? Do you need me to oh. bring you what? Uh, water, yeah. uh, you know, uh, soda, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just I try to be nice. You know, he's like, no, no, go, just leave, go do your comedy, <laughs> your comedy, because then I feel like I have to talk to you, and I cannot get away from this because yeah. I'm being attacked, and I'm supposed to understand this yeah. that he's being attacked and all that. And I'm like, well, um, <laughs> he's being attacked. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's kind of his thing. Yeah. And yeah, that and, and biking, which we do. I, yeah. I join him sometimes, but I'm, he's so much faster than me. And you, I think I bore him, yeah. but you know, yeah. But you know, I have my comedy. So I, mean, I really don't have enough hours in the day yeah. for all the things that I like. Yeah. Because I like, I'm a musician too. And uh, I'm not, I didn't learn how to read music. So. Uh, now I'm trying to teach myself music mm-hmm. theory and I, I play the instruments, but I play them by ear, but you know, it's so much better if you know what you're doing. Um, so yeah, so it, that takes a lot of, a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. But it's, it's something that I thought, okay, I have to do it. Finally, I just decided, you know, okay, I guess I'm going to have to learn this music theory. 
if I really want to do this the way I want to do it, I need that part. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I'm learning online with this professor in Brazil. Oh, wow. And um, I speak Portuguese, but I'm not, you know, it's, I don't use it every day. Mm-hmm. So, it, <laughs> so I'm learning that too. I have to learn Portuguese. Oh, He's really goodness. good. He's really good. He's really good. What classes aren't you taking right now? Oh, my goodness. We, we were talking about classes you're taking. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I like learning. <laughs> That's another thing. If it's comedy, oh. I like to learn. You know, I like to oh, read books about comedy. Um, you know, I yeah. watch specials and I dissect them and I'm like, yeah. okay, he or she did this. And, um, you know, why is this joke working? Or yeah. I take classes. We'll be right back. Um, whenever I have to travel for work or personal reasons, I try to find stage time wherever I go. And uh, sometimes it's weird because it's like a very young crowd. And Mm. here comes mom or grandma. Yeah. Depending on where I am. The grandmas are my age. Sandra, Um, (laughs) that's exactly how I felt, especially uh, when I visited my parents in Tampa. Mm. And I did, I got a little bit of time over at Side Splitters in Tampa uh-huh. and then at, um, at Divine Brewing, which I loved the mic at Divine Brewing. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, um, I actually met um, Sean Guest out there and it's so funny because he works for Joel Richardson from Soul Jewels. It was just like the funniest thing to overhear him saying how he was doing a show for Joel out in Florida and I'm overhearing him and I'm like, what, what did you just say? Cause we were like, we there, we were like in Palm Harbor, Florida. I'm like, what? There's a soul jewel. Set? So basically he does like satellite shows uh-huh. over there, which I had no idea. Um, but anyway, small world thing. But anyway, yeah, I did feel like the mom in the room. <laughs> I did. I totally, cause yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. look at me, I'm like, you know, I, I am old enough to be their moms. Yeah. Like, um, I yeah. mean, the the couple of times I brought like Caden, my uh, my twenty two year old daughter, uh-huh. to a couple of mics, and she even took a little stage time. Yeah, I saw the visual of like her on stage. And I'm like, she fits into that, you know what I mean? And she's like, she that's visually what like that group, that dynamic, like yeah. looks like, she's part performs of that dynamic, like yeah. totally. Yeah, and then I'm going up there like. I'm going through a menopause. I'm divorced. I'm 49. Right. You know, and like I'm trying to date online. I'm like, and I'm doing all my like. Yeah, old, but you did it. My old mom. Sh- yeah. No, but I do. I you do have a blast. It's fine. Because it's like, important not to be, yeah. you know, it's, it feels yeah. kind of strange at yeah. first. Yeah. But you're doing comedy and so are they. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, it all evens out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. all evens out. Yeah. The the divine room was really fabulous. Besides, all young guys. It was so funny. Oh. All young guys in there. Besides that, um, you know, yeah. you have to learn how to appeal to a younger audience, mm-hmm. you know, in some, you know, some way. It was so funny. I brought, I brought my parents to that show because, oh, well, wow. they live, that's where they live. Uh-huh. And my aunt and uncle, and they're all, you know, close to 80 years old. Um and, you oh know, they God. brought a couple of their friends. That and, was, like, so exciting for them. Oh, I it bet. was, like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it was so funny, you know, after the younger comics did their material. And then mm-hmm. I went up and I did mine, you know, for my aunt and uncle to be like, oh, honey, you're our favorite one. I'm like, well, you know, like, you're supposed to. like, thanks, because I'm related to you. And Aww. those guys are talking about some stuff that, you know, 
<laughs> I'm a little embarrassed to brought yeah, you here. I but, know. I yeah, also have to fun. give my yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I spent the summer in the Outer Banks in yeah. North Carolina and uh, um my mother in law lives in that area and she went to one of my shows. Mm-hmm. And I had to give her all kinds of disclaimers because she's you know, she <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, this is not clean. I mean, I'm clean. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not squeaky clean. My comedy style is not squeaky clean, but I had to really clean it up because she was going to be in the audience. Mm-hmm. So that's my my yeah. set. But I told her the other people are not going to be clean. So be ready for that. Are you okay with that? She was mm-hmm. like, okay, okay. And you know, she was a good sport because I prepared her for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, my son saw me for the first time oh. that same night. And um, and I told him the same, and of course he loved everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent my well because my kids have both like they both are living away from home now, and like we've been you know we text and video chat and all that stuff now a lot, which is great. They wanted to see my set from a show I was in the other night, and I, mm-hmm. I taped it. You know, I recorded it, right? And I sent it to them, and I you know I thought. Oh, like it's just I mean they've heard this stuff before they maybe they didn't hear me say this stuff before yeah um but it was really funny I got a text back mom you ate like is that bad like did I I mean I ate it like is that bad like and then my other daughter was like on the group chat no that means you did a good job but I'm like okay well thanks so like I yeah apparently if, if someone tells you that you ate as in the past of yeah, apparently that means you did you did a like good job. yeah no, like like eating the past. I mean, they told me it means that I should probably have looked it up. So it's going not the number eight because no, it's, not it's a number. You ate, not you eat or like you, you ate. okay like you. All right, but like okay. you know how like though no, I, I got odd. Confu- for a comedian. I got confused. That may mean a bad thing because I've gotten confused because I've heard of people saying, "Oh man, I ate it up there," you know, and I've heard people beat themselves up. Right, right, right. But then when my daughter said, "Oh, you ate." I'm like, oh, no, no, it's good. So I'm like, all right. Awesome. So, well, you know, that's interesting. Cause yeah. That reminds me my, you know, my, my kid is, is 18 and I don't really have, I have only one, I have yeah. one son and I, and there's like a big gap right. between him and me. Uh-huh. And so there's a lot of, a lot of lingo you know, that I, uh-huh. that just goes over my head because right. I just don't know. I need like a glossary of, of terms of, you know, that people use nowadays. Oh yeah. See, this is the first time I, I, That's a new uh, one. That yeah. wasn't one even for me. I, I'm going to ask him if he knows that one. If, if he doesn't, I'll ask him, have you been under a rock? Right? What's your problem? I mean, right. I, I know what my problem is. Yeah. Yeah. No, he likes video games too. So maybe yeah. he's just, uh, yeah, he may know. He just doesn't tell me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, uh, yeah. You know, I have some young friends that I, every now and then I send them a list of words that I hear mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Can you tell me what this means mm-hmm. and what context I can use them? Right. In? Or would it be too ridiculous for me to use these words, you know? And so yeah. usually that helps. Yeah. That helps. Like, you know, I I didn't know this no cap. You right. Know? Until Jay. Yeah. Jay, ta- yeah. Jay Yoder no taught cap. us no cap. You guys are in school, so you... you you know, you're picking up um, a lot of stuff. My my students don't use it, but what's a lot of fun is if, like, once I learn one of those terms, 
when I'm just having, you know, some kind of conversation with the kids or if I'm giving directions and I'm not sure they're really paying attention, mm-hmm. I just like to just sprinkle one in right. just to see like, poof, yeah. just to see if it, you know, it's like, what did she connect. say? Yeah. yeah. I like to, it's a good way to connect little ones. Little yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I've I've heard you, you know. Oh, I ate it or I ate. I think if you eat it, it's not good. I think if you eat it, it's bad. It's bad. But if you ate, it's good. Then you are. See, that's what I don't think I'm ever going to use because I'm too worried about messing that one up. That one's a, that one I'm really not feeling a comfort with working it in for myself. I'm going to use it and I'll tell you how it is. Because (laughs) I'm like that. I like to jump without a parachute and, you know, like that. Yeah. I remember the last time I used the word rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, so much, af- so much time after yeah. it was a thing and it was terrible. I'm like, it's, uh, people don't say that anymore, right? Yeah. I remember the whole rad. Rad, thing. yeah. Rad was rad, yeah. Did, did you use rad? Because I think in the West Coast, it was more of a... Totes. Yeah, yeah totes, totes I used rad. Yeah. And gnarly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or that that one, say less. Say less. Yeah, that one. I don't know how to use that one. That one would that be one, like, uh, yeah. yeah. Say less. <laughs> yeah, that one I'm not good with either. Yeah, yeah. The other day I used dope. Okay. And that went well because it yeah. was a total surprise to my audience mm. <laughs> when I said dope. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, dope's fine. Yeah, did someone, did, you know, were you, did some spirit possess you? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, apparently, like, the highest compliment you can give someone is if you if you tell them they're a real one. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. I think that one's cool. Yeah. I like that one. See, that's why I like you, Karen. I learn stuff. See, there you go. I'm learning stuff here, too. Yeah. Good we're, stuff. we're learning stuff here. You learn. And, and, we're here to educate. And people, people in the audience, you're learning stuff too, because admit it, you didn't know this. Well, maybe you did. I feel if like you had, if you have young people, yeah. younger people in your life, you know, or you probably do. Man, of course. Yeah. A lot of my friends um, in Panama, where I grew up, our grandmothers mm-hmm. um, have grown children yeah. that are married, etc. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. That would be hard for me mm-hmm. because I would have to like pretend to be serious. No, you know? it's nice. It's funny. I haven't really, I can't say I really uh, communicate a lot with like educating adults, but you know, whoever, whatever adults are listening to this, this is nice because yeah. usually when I have to educate an adult, I'm saying something like, oh, the doctor says we both have to take this medicine. You know, it's like something like that. Educate an adult. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's I see. I, oh, I'm sorry. That was. Oh my goodness! Yeah. This has been fun. Yeah. I think. I think. I mean, not because I wanted to cut that idea, but I think we run out of time, people. <laughs> I think we're out of time. Are we? Yes. I don't know. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna record him. I'm gonna give you a little one, two, three, so we can just get it. Clean. Cool. One, two, three. Okay, so we're getting to the last part of this podcast, our mm-hmm. very first podcast, people. So um, please uh, look us up, Late Bloomers, um, like and subscribe. And it's been a pleasure. So um, I'm glad we were able to make your um, your last 40 minutes 
pleasant while you're washing dishes, whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Karen, you want to um, give people your social? Yes, yeah, please follow us. Um, you can find me, uh, Karen Schwarz. It's S-C-A-R-E-N, unfortunately. And uh, Schwarz, S-C-H-W-A-R-Z on Facebook. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at um, at Schwarz Bollinger, B-O-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. Uh, so at Schwarz Bollinger on Instagram. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Sandra M. Doss, S-A-N-D-R-A. And Doss is D-O-S-S, two S's. And on Instagram, uh, Sandra Doss Comedy. Um, the same for TikTok and Twitter. And um, we can connect there. So it's been a pleasure. Till the next one. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. This has been a Drop Tent Media production.